So Janice Gresser is going to be holding me accountable this year to bring forth uh, a foundation that I guess I've I've laid organically, you know, old school, you know, relationship one-on-one with people. <laughs> uh, throughout the years, been able to see hundreds of leaders uh, be raised up and been an honor. And we're in a new season. We're in a new era. We're all scattered abroad and many are without a shepherd. And so I think it's time just to do what I've done one more time, just on a different platform, which is going to be recorded. So, you know, I came into this, I needed, when did I need this in my life? Maybe this will kind of help whether or not you need this in your life. And, um, you know, this came into my life after I had, you know, done business with my father. And what I'm talking about came into my life. Advanced leadership training is what we're talking about. It's basically a, a year's worth of ministry school to make sure that foundations are laid, that, that people are ready for longevity, a successful business ministry life with longevity, if you would. So it's not going to be real deep stuff. Um, it's just going to be deep stuff, if you know what I mean. Because without this, you're not deep at all. You know, uh, you can prophesy like crazy. And if you're going to go home and not be faithful to your spouse and not have good relationships around you, then that's not who we're looking to build with right here. We're, we're not going to be impressed uh, with gifts alone, uh, with money alone, with uh, fame alone. Those things really don't matter to me. They don't really matter to Janice, but uh, we will celebrate those things. We're not against those things, but uh, we're really after the heart of just other disciples, other people that uh, just looked at Jesus as a good father, you know, uh, looked at God as just a good dad and looking to lock arms and be there for one another no matter what happens in this world that we're living in. And so this is a attempt or this will be used to lay the foundation so we know those who we labor amongst. You'll have the keys uh, to live a successful life in ministry and business. You'll have the foundation to weather the storms, to have resilience, to have the faith, to have the strength, to have the community, to have the finances to have the position to weather any storm, but there will be storms and uh, you'll just have the tools to handle them better. So I'm going to do a quick lesson, first lesson and uh, record it. And I'm going to send it to you, Janice, and and, uh, we'll take it from there and see where it goes. So uh, also let me know if the recording is echoey or, or too quiet or too loud. Definitely our first recording and I can redo it. No problem. So I love the first quarter. I love the first week. I, I I just, because it really brings it home and makes sense. You know, what is ministry? What is business? What are we really doing? Well, good news, good news, 1 Peter 4.10, we have each received a gift for what we're about ready to do. Why? So we can minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. That is our memory verse of the week. I want to encourage you to memorize these verses. However, which way I used to put them on a three by five card in my back pocket and uh, remember. And then I had one student that was a worship leader that brought these into song. So first Peter four ten. I can't remember the song, but as each one has received a gift. Hey. Minister it to one another. 
has good stewards of the manifold grace of God. <laughs> I'm terrible. And I'm just getting over COVID. So anyways, First Peter 4.10, memorize it however suits you best. But guys, as we go into these leadership principles, we, you know, we begin imparting leadership principles to you and keep in mind that these principles are based on spiritual truth and must be received from the heart in order to fully understand them and make them a part of your lives. And that, that's the whole thing is I don't want it just to you. I, want, I don't want you, you to be taught. I want this to be caught. This is, this is something that was brought into my life. I begin to understand what is ministry. I understood where the gift came from, how to minister, how to be a steward of that gift and how to give glory to God in the midst of all that when sometimes that can be controversial out here. If, you, if you're really aware of the gift of God that's on your life and you recognize that he gave that gift to you and that you, you have a, uh, an obligation to steward that gift well as the manifold grace of God, some other spiritual leaders may just step in and say, hey, you're, you're getting kind of cocky. Aren't you getting kind of ahead of yourself? You know, it's not you, it's God. Yeah, yeah, we know that. Some things just need to be settled. And the gift is either yours and it came from you, then you're operating in that or you're operating in a gift that came from God and, and, and you're stewarding it the best you know how to give him glory and to give him honor. And we, do, we just got to come to terms. What are we doing? Where did the gift come from? And my hope is that you find and you begin to operate in the gift that God has given you and you do it with everything that you've got. And there, that's the good news. We've been given gifts, every single one of us, not one of us, not some of us, not the elite, every single one of us have been given gifts. So, um, you know, seeing, well, I'm going to skip down that. I'm not going to, I don't know how much I want to read, you know, of the lesson while I'm doing this in the recording. I think it sounds robotic when I read. So, but anyways, what is ministry? So first Peter four ten. as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. So as we begin our training with, we look at God's view of what is ministry. We're going to be using a Vines Bible dictionary, looking up the noun gift in this scripture, which is number 5486 in the Vines. And the definition is a gift of grace, a gift involving grace on the part of God as the donor. So that's all packed into that word gift there, just gift. All right, let's look up the verb minister. Number 1247 in this text. A definition is to be a servant, to be attendant, to serve, to wait upon, and to minister. All packed into that verb, minister, in that text. Now let's look up the noun steward. In the vines, number 3623, and we see a manage, the manager of a household or an estate. So isn't that fun when we unpack scripture? I love that. Although I don't really preach that way, I'm a pretty simple guy. It's all about signs, wonders, and miracles, you know, salvation, healing, and deliverance. So uh, I don't have to really break down the Hebrew and the Greek. I just got to tap into rivers and let Holy Spirit do his thing. So I kind of got the easy road when it comes to my public ministry, but these things got to be in our heart, right? We got to understand that the gift, you know, the gift, so gifts of grace in ministry, our gifts are called gifts because a giver gives them to us, right? That giver is God. 
God has given us gifts based on his grace, not gifts that we've earned by fasting and praying and doing good and memorizing verses and all these things. You know, these are, these are gifts that God has given that. And that's why we can't be wowed by people's gifts. We can't be wowed by people's anointing and those things. We need to be wowed by God and just celebrate that person that they're humble enough to allow that expression of the Christ to come out of them in that moment in time, right? Although we do celebrate, you know, people as well. But we just got to understand that these gifts were given by God by grace, right? Because these gifts are not us, uh, but rather gifts that came from the Father, we have no basis for promoting ourselves, right? And we should, let's develop an atmosphere of complimenting one another without feeling of envy and jealousy of other gifts. Come on, somebody. And we should look to God for how he wants his gifts to be used. And we should rely upon God for the power and the wisdom to administrate his gifts. And that pretty much wraps it up right there. I mean, those four points right there. We have no basis for promoting ourselves. We don't even need to. Why? Why promote ourselves? We have a kingdom. We, we, we have a good father. We, we have signs, wonders, miracles, salvation, healing, and deliverance, and victory, and all those things to promote. Why would I promote Nate Johnson? <laughs> Come on, somebody. Why would I? Anyways, why would I promote me? Now, I've been there. I've, I've promoted me. I've had seasons and times where my head got ahead of myself and my gifting uh, made room for myself. And uh, we'll, we'll unpack that, I'm sure, as the weeks go on. I definitely do with my students that I sat down one-on-one, or I don't even want to call them students, friends, disciples, right? Um, so hopefully we can have that dialogue on our live calls. So, um, And then, yes, let's celebrate people. Let's really begin a atmosphere of celebrating people, right? And let's get the power. And let's get the wisdom to administrate his gifts. And if we do this, we're going to find charisma. We're going to find joy, right? And if we don't, we're, we're, we're not going to have that. You know, we're going to, and that's really the teller right there. You find joy in what you do, then you're operating in the anointing. You understand that the gift came from God and you're seeking wisdom to administrate, ad, ad, you know, administrate that gift. Are you frustrated? Are you short-tempered? Are things a little bit rough? Well, then you're probably operating in your gifting and your anointing and you're relying on yourself. So uh, it's just a quick change, you know, just lay it down, surrender your heart, your gifting, your life, your family, your future, (laughs) everything to the Lord and allow him to lead and guide you and direct you. It's great. You know, as ministers of God's gifts, um, yeah, that's the paragraph that we were talking about um, all right, let's look at this. We encourage you to not only have head knowledge about serving God and others, but also heart knowledge about the joy and the anointing found in serving. And as a minister, there's tremendous power and blessings available when we find true fulfillment and working together with God and others. The only way the to know this anointing is to experience the wonder of laying down our lives and complete surrender to God's love. The world we are immersed in tells us that fulfillment comes from building ourselves up. But in God's kingdom, you are advanced when you die to yourself. So hopefully we get to experience that. And, you know, God, you know, did, did not rebuke in Mark chapter 10, verses 35 through 45. They're having you read that in a lesson. You know, James and John came to Jesus like, how do we become great? And it's always an example of he didn't rebuke him. He says, you, 
you can be great in the kingdom. So he didn't rebuke him, and he used himself as an example. Be, let's be leaders that don't pe tell people what to do. They sh we show them. And you know what? They're, they're, they're in our lives and they're following us just because they like what we're doing and they were behind us and they started doing it too. Not because we told them what to do. Come on. You hear that? You, you're leading because you're doing something with passion. You're doing something with joy and it's contagious. And then somebody comes behind you and starts you know, doing what you do, helping you or copying you or coming behind you in some form and fashion. And then you're a leader. Not because you told someone what to do. Sorry, that was good. I had to say that again. <laughs> All right. Yep. We got to be careful who we follow. You know, if we understand these gifts, we understand the anointing. We can start to separate that from people and not be wowed by their cars and anointing and whatnot. There's a paragraph in there about that. Um, find joy and understand that you're being entrusted by God to take care of the things that belong to him. You know, and, and being a steward can also mean that you have been put in a position where you're taking care of someone else's ministry, someone else's business, right? So and in Luke 16, 12, if you have not had a season to build another man's vision, it is not a season to build your own. I mean, it's very clear because in Luke 16, 12, it says, if you have not been faithful in what is another man's, who will give you what is your own? So uh, not a problem. If you have not really devoted to another man, another woman's uh, vision, then do that before you pursue your own. So what ministry is not? Let's wrap this up. We're not finding opportunity to do what you want to do, do what I want to do. What ministry is not receiving funds so I can do what I want to do. And what ministry is not is gaining a platform so I can say what I want to say. What, what is ministry? What is business? What is this? It's an exchange of my life for the life that God has given me. It's choosing to sacrifice my desires for the desires God has for me. And to be loving and caring for people the way God wants me to love and care for people. This week's application, describe how you have applied this truth in your life this week. What is ministry? What is business? I want to thank Jerry and Melanie Stone that brought this into my life back in 2007 Was when I was an intern there at Life Charlotte. I don't want anybody thinking that I uh, came up with all this content on my own. Uh, I have brought it into my heart as if it is my own, and they have given me the blessing to use it. That is for sure. So what is ministry? What is business? Uh, here at Advanced Leadership Training, Nathan Johnson. Let me know if you felt like this was valuable to have what a... 10, 15 minute recording that you can listen to podcast. We can load it up in a podcast, email, text, whatever that looks like. And that way, when we come together, we're just talking about how, what we got out of the lesson, you know, and describe how we applied that truth in our lives and then pray for one another and let God be God. So we're looking for more of a relational side when we come together, but don't want to throw out truth and advancement because it's time to come together. It really is like um, build relationship and make sure people got the foundation and the heart position to really build in great strength. Hope this helps, guys. And uh, bless you and hope to see you this week because I believe Janice is calling me out and we will be, don't know if we're going over this this week, but um, it's coming out sometime one way or another. So bless you guys and take care.